Hey, 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 you guys. I'm so excited to have another special guest here on Black Canvas. We have Mr. Martin Novalis. And if you guys have not heard of Martin before, this is going to be a great introduction. He's our special guest on season seven. He's an artist that was born and raised in a small snowy town in Wisconsin who relocated to the West Coast as a teenager. He is currently most known for his cover of Alicia Keys' If I Ain't Got You, which earlier this year went viral on Instagram Reels. The song has since amassed over 1 million streams globally and has been used in over 70,000 Instagram Reels. Martin has music that can be found on all streaming platforms, ranging from classic R&B covers to originals. His voice and sound are inspired by his eclectic roots of listening to everything ranging from 90s hip-hop and R&B to his love for rock, pop, and other genres. Martin is still regularly releasing both cover songs and originals and is preparing to release his first EP later this year. And we're so glad to have Mr. Martin Novalis here with us on Black Canvas. Thank you for being here, Martin. Hey, thank you so much for having me, man. Super, uh, super honored and excited to be here. Well, the pleasure is definitely mine. I love your music. And If I Ain't Got You is definitely one of my favorite Alicia Keys songs. And I did see that which actually turned me on to your, your music and said, hey, I want to reach out to him to be on the show because it really was a great cover. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been so much fun um, and such an honor to see, you know, that cover just reaching so many, you know, such a wide variety of an audience and, you know, to have it, you know, introduce me to so many different people across the world, obviously yourself included. It's just been fun, man. It's been uh, definitely unexpected, but uh, it's been an honor, like I said, and just been super fun to watch it all happen. Well, I'm very proud of you. I think you're off to an amazing start and definitely becoming viral online can be one of the hardest things because we just see so many people doing that right now. Um, and I think just seeing how you're making a name for yourself, that way when your original music comes out, people will already be a part of the fan base so i'm very excited for where, where this is going to lead you thanks so much man yeah that's definitely been you know a lot of the mentality behind um the use of covers um again it's been really just a means for me to try to introduce myself and get my voice heard and and uh yeah obviously so far it's been somewhat effective and hopefully that'll continue to be the case well, I think it will. <laughs> All right. So I have some questions for you. So I like to call this my fast money round questions where you're just going to answer it as quickly as possible. First thing that comes to mind. So if you're ready, I'm going to go straight into them if you're ready for it. All right, let's do it. All right. So the first question I have for you is if you can have your fans remember you for one thing, only one thing that they can remember you by, what would it be? Uh, I, just someone who uh, really puts their heart into this. Someone who uh, is just very passionate about this. Um, you know, I don't. I never really thought of myself to be like crazy powerhouse type of vocalist or anything like that. So I think, you know, what I hope shines through in anything that I do is just the the honesty and the heart and the and the passion behind everything that I'm doing. I love that answer. I feel like an honest assessment of yourself is just being honest with what you're releasing. And I think, like you said, when you're singing a cover, you have to make it your own because people want to see how is this different than the original. But I feel like that's going to help you as a solo artist that people are going to know what types of, you know, 
ways that you like to share music and how do you like to arrange music in a certain way where they know it's this is Martin. It's Martinized kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's Martinized. That's great. That's great. I'm going to use that. (laughs) All right. So I got another fun question for you. So what is it like growing up in, in your small town and who helped inspire you in your youth to become the musician that we know today? Oh, man. Um, you know, so like you mentioned, I, I grew up in a small town in the Midwest in Wisconsin, and um, it was a, a very interesting upbringing. I'm obviously um, Asian, I'm Filipino, and uh, to be coming up in a, you know, predominantly Caucasian area um, and being just the minority of where I went was definitely, you know, uh, a unique experience, as, you know, as a child and everything like that. But it definitely helped like the flame and of of just wanting to, you know, seek out bigger, bigger things. And um, obviously, you know, moving to the West Coast, you know, as a teenager um, was a was a product of that. But, yeah, man, there were so many there were so many people who inspired me. Um, I would obviously it starts in the family for me. Uh, My mom was a musician as well. She was a piano teacher and uh, she actually taught piano out of our out of our home. So I grew up with a with a baby grand piano in the house, and um, you know the bug definitely got me pretty young. Um, but you know what? To tie it back to the hometown thing, um, it's really interesting. You know that that small town dreams, those small town mentality. It wasn't just me, man. Like I went to a high school with a bunch of talented people, and you would think that like, you know, coming from a small high school, small town, like. I'm probably the only one who who was really trying to chase music and trying to chase a bigger dream, but that was not the case, man. There was like bands, there were singers, there were artists, and I think that collectively, you know, we were all just trying to 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 share to share our heart with the world and um, being immersed in that kind of commu- community and and seeing your peers um, write write songs, play shows, and and support each other. Um, was definitely, you know, instrumental in me, uh, in me trying to do this as well. I love that you say that because people forget that when you are in a high school or middle school or even college, and some people go to different, you know, um, unique colleges that specialize just in music or acting. And I, I love when people can support each other in your dreams, but also just remembering that, you know, y'all are chasing something that is kind of almost for a lot of musicians, it's one of the hardest things to do is to break into the industry. But the great thing I love about, especially the internet today, is that it's easier for people to be unique and release their own music. And there's so many platforms out there where when we think of like in the 70s and 80s and 90s, you know, I remember when I was growing up, especially in the 80s and 90s, just being in line to get to buy a CD and waiting for the artists to release stuff. It was just, it was such a preparation now we an example like we have music now where you can just stream it within a day or an hour a minute and you can find it pretty much in almost every country and i love that you've been able to chase your dreams but you've also been able to look at other people and still have inspiration even your classmates definitely man i gotta say though i do sometimes miss what you're talking about (laughs) that anticipation (laughs) of an album and like waiting you know like target or walmart at midnight for it to drop um sometimes i miss those days but no you're absolutely right it's it's really cool that we have um so much at our fingertips now and 
um, you know, it's easier to discover and to be discovered. And obviously that's been uh, crucial for myself, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss, uh, you know, staying up late just to go grab whatever album was dropping at midnight. Man, when I tell you I'll be at Circuit City, there was a place in New Orleans <laughs> that we call Peaches. And I would literally, I mean, I'll use an example. The first album that I bought from Peaches, I'll never forget, was 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying. And a it, classic. It was. And then I'll never forget that it was so expensive. And then you literally had to wait. You had to call in, first of all, for them to save it for you. And then you got mm-hmm. in, in the line to get it. And then once you got it in your hand, you just had to unwrap it. I just never forget, like, trying to hurry up and unwrap it. And then I had the explicit version of it. So I never forget. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't play this in the car. So it was just such <laughs> a funny thing. But I just never forget that experience. It was such a fun experience. It's true, man. Like, yeah, but just like we don't we don't consume music like that anymore. It's a little bit sad. Um, but, uh, yeah, I definitely have a lot of memories of of you know going straight to these kids they, these days they don't know they don't understand what it's like to to kind of, uh you remember that, that that extra sticker at the top of the compact disc case that was always so difficult to get off they'll never understand that struggle and then uh obviously just open up opening up the book and just like reading front to back and uh, hopefully hopefully uh we can try to bring some version of that back I, I prayed. I, I would love for us to get back to that because it was just such a great moment for me. And then you anticipated listening to entire albums. And I know now a lot of things mm-hmm. are singles driven, but I miss the albums, just being able to have a full album and just listen from beginning to end and just in, not skip through anything. Right, right. I know it's a, it's so weird. Like our, our attention span now, obviously it's a very hot topic these days, but it's so true. Like can't remember the last time I sat and listened to like a 16, 17 song album straight through. And now it's like, you know, we're used to consuming content that's 30 to 40 seconds long. So um, we're in a, we're in an interesting spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So I have a fun question as well um, for you as it relates to covers. Can you tell us what goes into your creative process before recording and while recording a cover? Yeah. Um, well, it's funny. I never, uh, back in the day, I was a little bit stubborn about covers. I was, you know, trying to be the artist that only wrote, you know, his own stuff and everything like that. But like you said, uh, the process of kind of making it my own um, became something that was a lot of fun for me. And uh, just the way, you know what, I, I love music, obviously. And when a song strikes me as something um, that I could potentially do, um, you know, a, a staple of mine uh, is definitely to try to kind of like just make things really pretty. <laughs> so even if a song is pretty, I like to try to make it even prettier. And um, I like to keep it pretty strict, obviously, with just like piano or roads and, and just vocals and adding, you know, just little little twinkly stuff is what I call it. But um, yeah, that's, that's really it for me. I just try to make it um, my own. And I think that when that happens, it tends to come out in like a very heartfelt, emotional, some people would even say sad. <laughs> Sometimes my, my versions of songs um, sound a little bit sadder and vulnerable, more vulnerable than, than the original. But um, I would say that's, that's kind of what goes into it. I like that. Have you heard of um, Ariana Grande's, um, they did a remix of her song One Last Time and they called it the sad version of it. Ah, uh, 
I might have. I might have heard that. But yeah, that's cool. It's cool that they did that. Oh, man. If you look it up on YouTube, and for my listeners, I want you to look it up. They actually changed the octave of her voice. And it is one of the saddest versions of it. But it, it sounds amazing. I, I literally listened to it on replay. And it's just something about it, the lyrics. So you really get to hear the song in a different light. And so if you get a chance to listen to it later, I may text it to you so you can kind of hear the version. Yeah, yeah. Send it over. I'm curious because that's that's an interesting one because um, thinking about the original, it's a very, you know, up-tempo, fun, happy-sounding song, right? So I'd be definitely curious to hear the sad version, how, how they portrayed that. Oh, man. When I listened to it, it was very emotional. I was like, wow, this is something. If she sung it this way, I think that people would really – buy it i think it would be a mm. great version of it for me i loved it so that's why i listen mm-hmm. to it all the time but i will send it to you yeah yeah send it over man i'll check it out for sure okay so what speaking of famous musicians is there a famous musician that you currently admire dude there's so many um man i mean i'm sitting here in my studio right now and i got posters on the wall i got some vinyl records hanging on the wall so i'll just like list up i'm looking at a I got NSYNC vinyl hanging right here from like the classic 90s art or pop with Justin Timberlake and all that. I got um, Earth, Wind & Fire. That's definitely a huge one. I got Coldplay. They were definitely a big deal for me as like a teenager. I got Mac Miller, Ray Charles. I'm literally doing like a 360 spin right now in the room. So yeah, th- those are just a, uh, to name a few, uh, but I would say like John Mayer, Coldplay um, are two really big ones. And then obviously the classic stuff like Earth, Wind & Fire, um, Marvin Gaye is a big one. Um, just any, all, that, all that good soulful stuff from back in like the, the 70s, you know? I love that. The Scientist and Yellow are still two of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, they're so good. Have you have you had an opportunity to see them live? No, I would love to. I mean, that would be amazing. All right, that's your homework. That you got the the Ariana Grande one for me, and your homework is next time Coldplay comes to your city, you just you gotta go. Like at whatever the whatever the cost is, you 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 pay it, and it's a once in a lifetime experience, and you'll never regret. I've seen them live, shoot, probably like six seven times now, and every time it's oh, just wow. you know they know how to, to put on a really big spectacle so see what martin said is that he's going to pay for my ticket and have me <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you know what hopefully i'll be in a financial position someday soon to where that's that's cool with me i would love to do that for you <laughs> or no ashley you, you're telling me you're going to actually be opening for Coldplay. you know what now. you're right you're right you know what we're just going to speak that into existence and uh next time they go on tour i'll just be i'll be with them and we'll, we'll invite you out yeah, I'm just going to be right there on the road. I'll be like, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to put my career on the side for like five seconds so I can just fan out for a few yep. minutes. Yep. <laughs> All right. So if you could choose one lyric from one of your favorite songs to describe the year 2022, what lyric would you choose? Oh, man. Um, you know what's funny is like, as a musician, you would think that lyrics are you know, first and foremost, but I definitely have a little bit more of a producer ear where I gravitate more towards like beat and melody and groove and all that stuff. So when it comes to lyrics, you know what? I just got one, a new one tattooed on me. It's, uh, it says never let it die. And it's, uh, it's a song by this rapper named Wadsky. And, uh, 
the message of the song is just, um, you know, it definitely is obviously something that really, you know, is near and dear for me. But it's just about like never letting that passion or that flame die out. And I think that could definitely be applied for the year 2022. Obviously, we've had a pretty crazy, difficult couple of years. And um, I think it's really important and something that could be applied to to anyone and everyone. It's just whatever it is that you're, you're going for, whether it's music, whether it's your career, whatever. Maybe it's just life in general, but like just to never let that that dream or that that passion or that flame die out. So that's why I got that tattooed on me. I love that. I mean, that's a great way. It's a great motto. Um, but right, <laughs> I love that. But I want to use something probably a song that everyone just heard of. Of course, it just was released. So we all know that Miss Beyonce just released a new song. Ah, that's right. So I'm gonna steal one of her lyrics from it and say, "You won't break my soul." Love that. It's kind of it's kind of in the same you know similar message, right? It is. It absolutely yeah. is. So I'm I'm just gonna just go ahead and steal that. I'm gonna tell everyone like she said, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. I like that. All right. So if you could give your younger self, Martin, one piece of advice, what would you tell to young Martin? And before you answer this, I want you to give me a specific age. Hmm. Um, okay, let's see. I would probably tell Martin at age. Man, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm gonna cheat a little bit, but it this because it can apply for me from age like 16 all the way to like 26, which is totally cheating the, the question I know, but um I think any version of myself within that range would have benefited from this, but I would tell that version of myself uh just not to take yourself too seriously. I think that uh you know as someone who was trying to do music and someone who was trying to chase this thing, like, you know, it was very easy to kind of, everything was so high stakes, right? And everything mattered so much. But I think as I grow a bit older, you know, things really don't matter as much as you might've thought. So I, I think the younger version of myself would have, you know, it would have been liberating for me to hear that at that age. And it's like, you know what? Not every single thing that you're doing really matters that much. So just kind of have fun with it have fun, you know, in life and just don't take it too seriously. And um, everything's going to be, <laughs> everything's going to work out fine regardless. That's right. I love that. I mean, everything you're saying is just hitting home for me because it just reminds us of chasing your dreams, believing in yourself, um, also doing the hard work to, to set yourself up for your successes. And then also keeping people around you we're going to support you even in those tough moments when you're like, why am I still doing this? I haven't reached where I think I should be in my career, but I, I'm going to still keep working toward it anyway. I feel like that's going to be mm -hmm. such a great message that 20 years from now, when you listen back to your music, you're going to be able to say, you know what? I did all of this hard work and look at what where I am and how I've matured as a musician, as an artist, as a person, because through life experiences where the music really can manifest itself in a different way. And so I just can't wait to see you 15 years from now and where your music is going to take you. And even people be covering your music instead of you covering others. So that'd be really cool. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. That, that'd be awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. So last two questions I have for you. 
is what's next for you, Martin, and how can our listeners find you online? Um, honestly, it's it's just going to be more of the same. Um, I've been, uh, you know, going pretty hard with music for the last few years. I, I got a lot of music um, kind of sitting there, getting ready to be put out. A lot of original stuff, covers, collabs, every, a little bit of everything. So, um you know, it's it's something that I'm I'm never gonna stop doing. So there's a lot uh, there's a lot of work starting to pile up that I'm really you know excited and eager to share, and uh, it can be found um, you know wherever you listen to music. Um, if you if you type in my name on whatever platform YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff, um, it's all there for you to hear. And uh, if you happen to to go on any of those platforms, please hit me with a follow. <laughs> Absolutely, Martin. I'm just so excited for you. Like I said, I just am very, you know, enamored at your talent in which you are able to express. You have a way of emoting in a certain way that not many artists have. And so I want you just to keep that within yourself. Mm. Remember the message behind the music, what you want people to, to learn from you when they listen to your music. And how do you leave people once they've heard it? And I think those components when you are releasing, whether if it's a cover original music or if you're helping someone else like if you're you know ghostwriting for another person in the future just remember you know what do you what message is being received and especially now um during the pandemic we need positive messages we need messages within a message for people to really understand what what that is and and have people to think outside the box Mm -hmm. i think everything doesn't have to be clear cut or cookie cutter like you can still be creative innovative and then still have a message that not only can help you, but it can help someone else who's going through a tough time. Absolutely. And thank you so much for that. I definitely, uh, yeah, definitely going to always keep that, keep that in mind when I, uh, with whatever it is that I'm working on. Well, I'm excited for you, Morton. And, and one thing I'm really excited for is I want to have you back on my show, but I want you to actually be on a second show, which is Space Between. That way we can hear you sing live. Whenever you're ready, you let me know, and we can definitely set a date and time for us to hear you sing some covers and then hopefully if you have some exclusive music from your upcoming ep that you want to kind of <laughs> share with us we would love to hear the new music as well oh yeah definitely man i'm there definitely all right y'all heard him he said he's there <laughs> <laughs> well martin we, we're so glad to have you here on black canvas and let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas well, we thank you, Martin, for being here on the show. I'm just really excited for where your career is going to lead. And I'm just going to be here as a fan supporting from a distance. And hopefully in, in the future, I'll be able to see you on tour. Awesome, man. Yeah, thank you again so much for having me. Uh, and uh, thank you for what you're doing um, for, for the community, for, for artists and everything. And um, it's been really cool to watch your journey as well. So uh, thanks so much for having me. And uh, just like you're excited for me, I'm excited for you too, man. I know you. I know uh, the reach is going to start um, getting bigger and bigger. So uh, excited for you, bro. Thank you so much, Martin. Like I said, you are a genuine person from the inside out. And I think that's why people are going to connect with you. And so just keep that. I want you to always remember that. Be who you are. Be authentic. Be genuine. Always pay your taxes, pay your bills, do what you need to do. <laughs> and then make sure you have fun. Because I think we forget to have mm-hmm. fun, even in experiences that we go through. We, we look at the end goal, but we forget that in order to get to an end goal, we have to actually remember where we where we started. 
And so mm-hmm. just kind of get to that place where you realize when I'm reaching another successor, success, success, excuse me, in my life, then I can actually maybe keep a vision board or keep a, a record of it. And you can go back and look at it and say, hey, this is something I did. I didn't even know I could actually do. And I did it well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Well, Martin, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I can't wait to have you back in the future. And we'll talk soon. All right. Same to you, man. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Bye. All right. Have a good one. Oh, 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 oh,